0: Fantasy Film 101, with Christopher J. Garcia. Genre acting is an art, and it's much easier to define in the other genre-area films. In noir, it is either the deceiver or the deceived. It is the ability to either play a victim who is really the power, or to play the person who has the wool pulled over their eyes, and unravels the truth. Fred McMurray is the best example of this, I think, in Double Indemnity, as the sort of pinnacle of noir acting. Science fiction, it's even easier. It is the ability to make the changed level of technology that you're encountering seem natural and real. Kurt Russell, great example. Sam Rockwell. I'd even argue Robert Downey Jr. Horror, super simple. There are three... Very basic ideas in horror acting. You are either the monster, the person being plagued by the monster, or people, or the person who is trying to save the people, who lives in this sort of very middle world. Think Dr. Loomis in Halloween, with Michael Myers as the monster, and Jamie Lee Curtis as the person the monster haunts. In fantasy, it's not so well-formed, the idea of what makes a great fantasy actor. But I think it actually is pretty closely related to noir, in a way. Because it's a dichotomy. You are either of the audience's world or of the film's world. And what a film like Labyrinth does is it says explicitly the audience's world is one set of expectations that can change, more or less at the whim of the screen's world. So a very good example, of course, is... How the labyrinth changes every time she says, uh, you know, piece of cake or whatever. Jennifer Connelly is playing our world. David Bowie, who is a fantastic fantasy actor, is playing the screen world, the Hollywood world, the secret world. And it's their interaction that is the power of that film. It is not the world that they built as much as it is the interaction It is the understandable character that we are following, us, portrayed for Jennifer Connelly, into the world that David Bowie inhabits. Brilliant. Really is. In Sesame Street, you see that same dichotomy. You are either a person playing a person who is recognizable by the preschool audience, or you are a puppet, I'm sorry, a muppet, or some fantastical creature who are identified specifically by their non-humanish elements, usually broken down even if you look at how the real human kids on Sesame Street are portrayed as opposed to the Muppet human kids it's very significantly different if you see a bit hosted by Guy Smiley it's a different one than one of the human actors playing a game show host or like when they have Alex Trebek on fantasy acting is the ability to get across that you are in a world that is not your own or that you are intruding on a world that is not yours in a way, it's the inverse of one of the very first podcasts I did on here about the intrusion of the screen world on our world. That You see that, of course. Uh, Enchanted is a great example. And Amy Adams is a fantastic... She's actually a fantastic both science fiction and fantasy actress. She's amazing. Because she can get across being of our world, but at the same time she can feel as if she inhabits another world. Angelina Jolie can kind of do it as well, if you look at her role in Maleficent. But I really think that is more an expression of her ability to get across this sort of darkness that we may not understand fully in our world. A wonderful fantasy actress that I think is top of the chops is Charlize Theron. And if you look at how she plays her science fiction roles, you can see that she is imbuing the far reaches. She's never been one to not go for the fences. But then you get someone like Wreath Witherspoon who can't who can't inhabit us as viewers so much because we are she feels as if she's both too attached and too detached at the same time that can be difficult or in the same mode you have someone like someone like ben stiller who in the night at the museum movies is us he's representing us in the in that world but we don't quite live there and when you have actors like ben stiller doing that when you have uh Any number of magical world folk. The Harry Potter movies make this distinctly about muggle and magic, but with some nuance that is very interesting and particularly in the characters of Hermione, who was raised completely muggle, but unknowingly muggle, whereas Harry Potter was raised, for had muggleness forced upon him. One was out of just not knowing. The other one was knowing and suppressing. It's a very interesting take on it. And both Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe do great jobs with it. And is there a new Harry Potter movie that I've missed? Because I don't know. Two-year-olds, dude. I got two of them. Where it really gets interesting to note is... In this idea of acting is reacting, and in a way you have to even get more fine when you look at genre acting. A great example that a friend of mine gave at an acting workshop once was, the script says, picks up a knife and stabs their rival. Your genre is determined by how you pick up that knife. Do you grab it by the handle, pull it over your head, look stareily at him, and then stab downwards? Odds are you're in a horror film. Do they serentipis- do they sneakily- (laughs) Grab the knife from the table, hold it at their hip, and then jab it in quietly and slowly, grabbing their back so they or covering their mouth so they don't scream, you're in a noir. Do they grab it so the in so the outside of the blade is against their forearm and then slice out? You might be in an adventure or a sci fi film. How do you grab a knife if you're in a fantasy film? And I think the answer to that is actually the most complex of all of it. One, it is potentially possible that you don't grab it, that you use, you know, a mental thing or a magic piece. Or it could be the flourish you use to take it is putting it within the context of a fantasy film. In a way, fantasy acting is the ur-genre acting. And what acting there was in the Melier films, I don't know if it really got across that there was any difference. The Where you can 100% see it, though, is in the work of Valentino, and to a degree, Doug Fairbanks, where they knew how to embody a regality, a stature that did not exist in our world, a bravado, to a degree, and to move the entire film into that world with us. Fantastic actors. Fantasy acting is hard and ill-defined. And even someone like Johnny Depp, who goes into his fantasy roles by... Approaching it through the idea that he is a regular person in extraordinary circumstances. Think Jack Sparrow or his take on Willy Wonka. But where I think, you know, Depp is great is in our world playing the fantasy, i.e. Edward Scissorhands. Or actually even, I think, his performances in things like Benny and June really fall into the genre of fantasy more or less. in at least their take. Because he's representing not this world. He's representing something different. So fantasy acting's hard. It is a difficult trick.